The Burlington Greyhounds are brought to you by Flint Cliffs Manufacturing. Flint Cliffs Manufacturing is a full-service metal fabrication shop located in beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Flint Cliffs is now hiring for welders, painters, and machine operators for both first and second shift. Call 319-752-2781. Well, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa presents Greyhound Football. We've got Coach Crackle with us after a great big win Friday night. Welcome to the program, Coach. Yeah, thanks a lot. Again, uh, always a pleasure to be here. Well, um, you know, I, I was reminded of something you said earlier in the season. You know, once you get uh, uh, your first win, then you can breathe a little. Well, uh, looked like you were breathing a lot. Uh, um, let's talk about how getting that really hard-fought win against uh, uh, what looks like a really good uh, Kiaka team after last night uh, helped propel you to a pretty flawless performance uh, on the field Friday. Yeah, I, you know, we've kept seeing uh, improvements, uh, you know, with our team. As every coach goes through, you're just looking for the, the team to gel at some point. And really, uh, we played, you know, some pretty good football games early and got to the Keokuk week last week and had our best practice of the year last Wednesday. Uh, when things just click to where, where you need to click and to be successful. I had a really tough game against them, came out on top. We played really well on that one. And I uh, just took that momentum, and I, t- I just reminded the kids for the game of Mount Pleasant. I said, hey, uh, the past is the past, meaning Thursday's gone, and Saturday's not even here. The only thing that matters is now, and we're here. It's Friday night, and we're at Maple Leaf Stadium, and let's all live in the now and give the best of ourselves in the now, and let's see what happens. So that's what we kind of focused on, and our kids came out. Uh, fired up, hit a lot of great assignments in all facets of the game. We played well. Well, Maple Leaf Stadium, you know, it's a built for college. It's it's kind of a real jewel of Southeast Iowa, a, a, a big place to play. And and you seem to go there and play big games. Uh, 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 what was it like there at Maple Leaf Field? How was the crowd last night? And uh, um, isn't it just a great place to perform? Yeah, it, it is a great place. It's got a lot of history to it, and uh, their crowd was was great. You could hear them, and their student body as well. Uh, you know, we had a lot of kids on our side with some parents that made the trip from Burlington, it's not that far away, and and that just made for a nice surround sound for both teams. I think as the game went on. So yeah, it was a great atmosphere. Yeah, it was a a, a great night all around. I call it the night of the Long Knives, uh, as there was a lot of games like what you had where. Um, the game wasn't in question uh, for very long, and uh, the, the points just kept piling up. Let our listeners know what the score of the game was. Yeah, it was 42-7. to 7, So, uh, you know, we just, like I said, we went up, and, uh, you know, we just kind of kept doing what we had to do. And uh, we actually got a, our first uh, block punt in a long time, and that was down on their end. That sparked another quick touchdown, and I think that kind of, energized our kids tremendously uh, we hadn't had a play like that uh you know the previous several weeks so that just kind of gave them more confidence they already had confidence going in but i think it just sparked them and it made them play well yeah well uh, i talked to andy kretzinger of the southeast Iowa union who was at the game last night and he described what happened as a, a burlington moving the ball slowly and methodically uh, long sustained drives uh, keeping the clock going, not turning the ball over, um, um, just kind of uh, taking what the defense gives them and and uh, 
uh, uh, he thought that was that, that ball control was pretty much the aspect of the game where uh, uh, the two teams really separated themselves. Uh, um, I said, "Wow, I, it sounds like I'm talking to Coach Crickle himself." Uh, that that wow. that's your style of game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, he described everything perfectly. So very knowledgeable comments there. Uh, I would say as we watched the game, I mean, we punted once way at the end of the game, so. That tells you something about our, our ability to move the ball and stuff like that. We did have some methodical first downs in there that were kind of textbook style us. And I always tell them, hey, we get two and a half yards, three yards. All you got to do is go for it on fourth down. You got a first down. So that's always how we live. And then we actually had some pretty nice runs at some times, you know, popped off some, you know, plus 10, plus 15 yarders. And then we had some pretty big touchdown runs. Uh, several of them were actually pretty big i can't quite off the top i remember every single one of them but i know they're all probably like plus 30 probably had about three or four of those it seemed like and then we had some down by the goal line just run some you know different schemes down by our goal line our red zone goal line package so and then the thing to add in there also as well as we have you know the block punt that led to one of those touchdowns that deep down in their end zone so uh, that's you know we're pretty happy all the way around the other great thing is at the end is you know, every kid gets on the field, so every one of our kids were able to get on the field, and I think we were able to get the ball to four eye backs that usually don't play a lot, and three other fullbacks that don't. Everybody got to touch the ball once and run with it. So we, if you look at our stat sheet, you're going to see a lot of a lot of people with one carry, two carries. Um, but the main dogs that were out there that you know give us our our uh, our punch are you know Caden Chisel at eye back and Dimitri Donald at eye back and Cam Horn has now surfaced. After those last three weeks, he ran the ball well uh, in his own right. And then our fullback, Ray Ferris and quarterback, Gabe Robinson. And we got uh, the line was blocking hard. And, and their kids played hard. You know, the number two, I can't quite remember his name from Mount Pleasant, but they're one of their linebackers. Uh, you know, he was he was putting the soccer to us. And I'd say, hey, guys, got to get, get hats on that guy. He's, he's putting it to us. So it was kind of a hard hit and gain, even though we were moving the ball. There was some hard popping going on out there. All right. Well, uh, when Coach Crackle talks, I kind of pay attention. Uh, and I heard something you said. Uh, you said uh, uh, Wednesday ago you had the best practice, uh, or a couple weeks ago you had the best practice you ever had. Uh, uh, and, and it just kind of made me think about timing. You know what I mean? Uh, and sometimes yeah. uh, uh, to execute a play well, it requires timing more than anything else. In any other aspect, that play, that ball has to be delivered right there at that right time. That block's got to be made at the right time uh, uh, before anything can be successful. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about Mid Prairie. Uh, uh, they started out the season with three non-conference losses, uh, uh, but now they're one and one in the conference, uh, or there a couple non-conference losses and, and one conference loss. But you know, that seems like they're really turning their things around. Uh, um, uh, when you get into the conference, when it really matters. Uh, how much of them first them non-conference games uh, is is getting your timing together the most important aspect of the non-conference games? Yeah, well, that's that's a huge part of it. I think you're looking for a lot of things. I mean, uh, you know, uh, you come back to high school and every year you got a different team. I mean, you got kids that are coming back. You got kids that have been in your system, but they haven't been defined together as a whole unit as a varsity squad because you've graduated a bunch of seniors. So sometimes, you know, it just you know, the right person to speak up at the right time and 
and just uh, the belief back, you know, the, the belief and instillment in them that, hey, this is why we do things. This is the kind of, you know, brand of football we want to play. We want to be physical, win or, win or loser. You know, you win a game or lose a game. We, we still want to have our opponent respect us and say, you know, those kids played their butts off and they hit hard down there in Burlington. And, and that's just something we pride ourselves on. And, uh, you know, the kids just have, have clicked, like I said, ever since, you know, the middle of last week. Uh, you could just tell they were different. Like they finally got a hold of each other and and uh, and just, you know, cohesively just start clicking. So that's important. I mean, our district coming up, you know, we got a really tough, tough opponent in North Scott opening up next week. But you know what? We got five great games in the district. They're great opponents. And uh, I think uh, we've, we've seen a little bit of everything that we needed to see going into those games. And uh, I like the way the direction we got. We got some younger kids on the O-line that are helping us now that we didn't have before and got a kid coming back from a from a, another injury situation that will help us back on the line. and Got another guy we're waiting to get back another week or two on that O-line as well. So it was nice to see some other kids fill in and play well. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, you guys are, you know, after four games, you're two and two. You got back-to-back wins. Um, and so uh, uh, you got the momentum going in the right direction. But I want to just ask you in general about the Southeast Iowa teams. I mean, one week Washington beats you, then you beat Keokuk, then, then Keokuk beats Fairfield, and Fairfield beats Washington. Uh, it's, it's a win-one-lose-one situation. Yeah. Because everybody's so talented that, that – uh, uh, and, and maybe some teams do things different, you know, maybe Keokuk has yeah. – something yeah. different that Washington doesn't do that Fairfield was uh, able right. to squeak one out here and there, or, or just like I say, special teams maybe was the difference in the Fairfield Washington game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dave, I think you've, I think you've hit a really good point there. I, in my opinion, you know, I mean, we've played, you know, Washington, Fort Madison, and Keokuk, and Mount Pleasant. And actually just this morning at a coach's meeting, <laughs> kind of got brought up because man, after seeing them all, what do you think? And I'm like, when those guys all play each other, and we have no clue what's going to happen <laughs> because there's just there's just great attributes to all those teams. Uh, so hats off to all those coaches, you know, doing a good job coaching up their kids from those four communities, and uh, that'll be exciting for Southeast Iowa to see when those teams get in the mix with each other, kind of who uh, you know comes out on top on that one and and stuff like that. So yeah, it's uh, I think it's there's been some good football. There's some good football players down here. And, this part of the state, and uh, and it's exciting to, to watch as fans, it's exciting as coaches. So it, it's definitely helping us and preparing us for our district play. We have some really good opponents, and like you said, there's just little aspects about each and every team that's different than the other, and and uh, that's what makes it fun to play the game. So it'll be fun to see how everything plays out, not only for those teams we play, but ourselves. Yeah, each team has a little has a a, a different tool set of tools in their drawer. Uh, Fort Madison and Keokuk and Fairfield, Washington are all different. Uh, um, yeah, and yeah. Uh, uh, but you've you've uh, uh, you know either won or, or stayed really close in all those games. Uh, but right, uh, let's talk a little bit about let's just kind of go over the offense and defense and the special teams. Just kind of go over who did what, and then we'll uh, talk about next week. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know. Offense, you know, we like where we're heading. Uh, you know, we got our our schemes. I think our kids are are getting more adhered to what we're trying to do, and 
especially at the varsity level. Uh, you know, we're still going to be a, a run-oriented team. That's just our MO. That's who we are. We like to shorten the game a little bit. Uh, even if we can, you know, take five minutes off a game or six or seven, that's good for us. We're not exactly a two-platoon ball club, so that, that works in our favor that way. Uh, we like that brand of football and that style, and, and we love close games. Uh, we embrace them. Uh, we embrace the grind of that. We're always telling our kids, hey, you know, 120, 130, maybe 140 snaps in a night, whatever it ends up being. Uh, you know, there's always that next play that if we're any good at all, and I always challenge all my kids, I'm like, if any of you think that you're a pretty good player, then hey, it should be no problem going to next play thinking, hey, that next play is going to be a big one for us. And you're always, you're always ready to play that next play. So, uh, offensively pretty happy. You know, Gabe's throwing the ball much better the, than they did up in Washington. And I think, you know, if we could have thrown the ball a little bit better that night, we might have had an even tighter game than what we had. And, and so we like that improvement in that area. And uh, defensively, I like how our kids are playing. We're still giving up that occasional long pass. It gets a little irritating. Uh, you know, it's kind of like a sore spot with us. But, you know, we got some young kids out there at some corner spots and stuff like that. And they, and they are making great plays, but they also just haven't got to the point where, you know, they're just in the no-fly zone, you know, as defenders. So uh, that's something we're just going to keep working at. And uh, But the defense overall has played aggressively and, and uh, put us in a position to be successful the last four weeks. So it couldn't be any happier the way the defense has played. And special teams has, has improved. Like last night we were, uh, uh, let's see, it would be a six for six on extra point uh, attempts with kicking. And uh, one of those was a, even the last one, we let our young sophomore take a whack at getting a little varsity experience. So Porter Humphrey is a starter as our kicker there as a junior. And then Tyler Winky even came in as a sophomore to get a kick in. He kicks at the lower level. So it was just good to have that experience. So pretty happy. Our one, our one punt was uncharacteristically a little bit short. We kind of shanked it. Cam Horn's been a great punter all year. He was a little disappointed with it, but. You know what? When you only have one point a game, uh, you're more than likely uh, doing the, the right thing. So, so you know, you look back, back past that point, and say so you live and you learn from it, and and you go back and and you just kind of punt the next game. Hopefully, you know, we just have a better result than that. But pretty happy overall, Dave, with all aspects of of our game. We're in no means uh, masters of our domain, but uh, you know, the kids are playing better, and and that is something you notice, coaches. Well, um. Round Guy Radio uh, uh, noticed uh, how you've been playing, uh, and particularly last night was, uh, must have been very satisfying ride home on the bus. Huh? Uh, well, you know, we when we win games, we have a Vagrami uh, chant here. Vagrami is Polish slang for victory. I got it all icons ago. I mean, I've been around a long time, so probably about 30-something years ago in northern Wisconsin when I coached a Polish exchange kicker, uh, Start screaming in our locker room after our first big one of the year, and of course it was all in Polish gibberish, and nobody had a clue what he was saying. So I, <laughs> I had to have the guy translate it for us, and then when he wrote it out, it was kind of cool. It was just, victory, victory, victory. We we fight like battle dogs because we are the best. And then of course that's all in Spanish, which I won't really repeat. But we have a or Spanish Polish. We can do it in Spanish. Uh, I do speak Spanish, but anyway, it's a lot of fun. It's a victory chant, and when we're on the road, we don't do it on anybody's field. We go to our lock, locker room and do it in there, so we had a fun little chant in there for a while. 
sometimes it drags on and we celebrate victories uh, pretty hard. We have a good time with them uh, and also do that to be respectful of our opponents. So, you know, we're at BHS. We're down here at beautiful Bracewell. We're going to go ring our bell and that's our home field and we've earned the right to do it out there at our bell. But, you know, either way, it's a lot of fun. It's the small things like that that the kids uh, just really enjoy and it just kind of gives us a little bit of unity and it's kind of a fun thing we do. And, uh, yeah, a lot of people look at some of our shirts when we have it on there and think, what is that on your shirt? Uh, somebody even called Coach Huff. We had a picture in the paper, Des Moines Register once. And they're like, what's this rigamy on, on everybody's helmets down there? And it's on our front bumper plate by the face mask, but it's Legrami and Coach, our uh, AD had to, to basically tell them what it was. So it's just victory. So we, when the kids go to our huddle, they're always looking at that with each other above their eyes. And I said, you just got to remind, you know, every play is a victory. If you, if you, if you put the effort and, and, uh, and believe in it, you can make every play a victory and you add up enough plays that are victories, you can enjoy a victory when the night's done. Nobody tells a grizzled old story like Coach Crackle. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I've, oh. I've got a few of them, Dave, but it's not the time now that everything from a dog that stole a kicking shoe and the whole team chased it. And uh, over my years, I've, I've, I've had a lot of interesting stories, partner. Oh, yeah, you but are a fun, fun guy to talk to, that is for certain. <laughs> uh, tell me uh, uh, a little bit about your opponent next Friday. Well, there's North Scott's power. They're a state powerhouse. I mean, when you go to the state finals and you make a deep run into the playoffs and, and let alone be a playoff qualifier perennially, I mean, just every year they're there. Uh, that's, that's enough. You don't really need to go into much more detail than that. Coach Tippett up there uh, does a great job with them. So, uh, and he's a good coach and so is your staff. It's, I respect the, the program immensely, even when we were in the MAC conference with them years ago, and some of those coaches were assistants even then, and including Coach Tippett himself. And uh, I mean, it's just one of those things that, you know, uh, you love to play the good teams. You love to measure yourself as a player. I always tell our kids that you know, if you want to be any good at all, you want to you enjoy playing the best. You want to compete against the best. If you want someone to notice you, then you perform well against the best. So whether that's individually or collectively as a team, I mean, it all it all mixes with the, with the same end. I mean, that's just how you want to play in against those teams and and to be competitive with them. So uh, we're going to play our tails off. We're going to have to have a a good game plan just to be able to you know do what we do and. You know, and uh, it'll, it'll be exciting. It's always fun to go up there. they got a great field. It's a great atmosphere, and we're looking forward to it and, and stuff like that. But it's uh, it's nothing that we we uh, shy away from. You know, we embrace it. Uh, just like last year, you know, Liberty came down here highly rated and uh, wasn't for about uh, a fourth uh, down at midfield with a quarterback that was whipping around in a circle being tackled and threw it to a threw a ball up in there that went to a running back. We could have upset a pretty high-ranked team on our home field last year and might have made a big difference in that season last year. So it's just an example of the fight that Burlington's going to always bring. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, you're going to win, sometimes you're going to lose. But one thing we try to tell the kids is, you know, we're going to guarantee somebody that we're, we're going to hit hard and play hard. Well, I think somewhere along the line, you're going to knock somebody off this year. Uh-oh. Yeah, maybe somebody <laughs> well, underestimates you a little yeah, bit. Uh, uh, because that's just what the Greyhounds do. 
you know. And the, the Greyhounds bus was rolling Friday night, that was for sure. Um, uh, I was going to use that line earlier, but uh, I figured that's a good one. I'd rather, rather, rather not waste it. Uh, um, yeah. Well, Coach, uh, uh, the game is on the road, I think, isn't it? Yeah, it's up there in Eldridge, so uh, it'll be a nice trip. And uh, we got a routine when we go up there, so we're comfortable. So, yeah. Well, uh, um, I'm always interested. Uh, uh, I was at Wilton, Iowa for a game uh, for the first time ever. Really, really enjoyed that. Tell me what uh, – What's North Scott's uh, field like? What's the atmosphere like to play there? Well, that's probably one of the better grass fields that uh, I've been on in a high school football. Uh, and I would have said that, could have told you that, Dave, 20 years ago. We started going up there. They just take great care of their field. It's it's plush. It's thick. Uh, it's a great surface. Footing's good. Um, you know, and then they have... Their whole student body, what they're involved in, their flag corps, their bands, and their 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 student body with the kids in the student section, and it's loud, it's raucous, uh, it's an excellent high school atmosphere, and and we're just uh, we're looking forward to being in that atmosphere, and even for our fans to travel, I think they'll have fun being a part of that atmosphere. So looking forward to it. All right. Uh, um. So the game is Friday night. It's in. Uh... Is it a, is it a seven o'clock start? No, I don't, well, we have a nine ten game before. We'll have to figure that one out. Sometimes they'll call us and just play a a tenth grade curtain raiser. That could happen. We'll find that out probably Monday. What we're doing with that, and, and that's okay. We got a lot of kids at our younger levels. We could, you know, have nine. I'm sure, they could use the experience. Um, um, I've been covering a lot of JV games, you know, and it's certainly not uh, a, a like a varsity game, but. But, but what is that junior varsity, uh, sophomore, freshman uh, uh, development like? How important is that uh, in your program? Well, that's a big part of the program. It's a fluid situation every year, meaning the roster, it's depending on how many kids you got out and what have not. But uh, our, our JV roster truly is a mixture of some, some seniors some, and some juniors that are getting either a little bit of playing time or not a whole lot. We want to make sure that they're still developing and enjoying it high school football. So that's why we organize JV games. Uh, we might take some sophomores with us to a game like that. We only have three of those. I think we played Clear Creek, uh, Fort Madison on our JV schedule. And then we also play, I believe it's Fairfield in a JV game. So we only have three JV games. But our ninth and 10th grade team is a mixture of all ninth graders and 10th graders in our program. And we just try to make sure that they're all on the field. They all see the field. They all play. We want them all engaged in the game of football. We want them get engaged in Greyhounds football. So we try to organize so that everybody gets into those games. It's important that they all participate. Now, some are going to participate more than others, obviously. But we do try to get everybody out on the field, no matter what the score is, you know, up, down, even. We try to get everybody on the field. That's, that's the goal. Is it a Fairfield game home or away? Um, I got to look here. I think uh, we have uh, – Schedule that is a home game here in Burlington versus Fairfield. It's uh, the 25th of uh, September. It's on a Monday, six o'clock. So uh, if that's something you'd be interested in wanting to check out, see, or do, by all by all means, uh, be our guest. Well, I, I, I may. Um, I really enjoy watching uh, uh, Fairfield's JV. They they will be a handful for you, my friend. Yeah, well, that that's good. That'd be a fun game. I mean, we're looking forward to seeing our kids play that don't get a lot of playing time and 
And like I said, if, if that's something you're interested in, we'd invite you to come to beautiful Bracewell Stadium, sit up there in the in the press box and enjoy a game if that's something you want to do. I'm not the man in charge. That's my ADJ Huff, but I know that we'd be more than uh, welcoming for you. All right. Well, I'll, I'll consider doing that. Um, I'm, I'm always looking for a last uh, a JV game I got I was going to got rained out, but we've been uh, pretty successful at getting several several of them in, and I I, I kind of like that aspect. And uh, I think I'm going to go back to going to to games on Friday nights uh, and calling games because uh, um, I'm really enjoying that. And and uh, I like staying home and watching all the games, but I miss being at the games. You know what I mean? That right. there's nothing like being at the games, is there? Yeah, the, 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 you you uh, you nailed it. I mean. I mean, people that love high school football, it, it doesn't matter. You go to any game, and there's just a lot of energy with young high school kids. It makes the game fun. It's a great game. There's so many different aspects of the game that allow so many different type of kids to get involved with it on a given night. So you know, high school football is awesome. I love it. It's been good to me for 38 years. I can't complain. Yeah, it's been great, and I'm really enjoying uh you regaling me with your stories here in your last year. Um, um, I'm so glad that you come on the show, and I, I always enjoy hearing from you. Is there anything that we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to? Uh, it just it's always the same with me. I, I appreciate everybody that contributes to high school football. It's a great game. I mean, I, I hope it's around for many, 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 many years to play the game right. It's a safe game. I mean, there isn't any sport out there that can guarantee no kid's ever going to get hurt. That's just part of sports. I mean, but uh, Southeast Iowa football especially is a lot of fun. There's a lot of good teams in this area. and I'm, uh, I'm thankful, actually, that there's just a lot of schools that participate. There's coaches that try to teach the game the right way. And, and uh, you know, if you have good sportsmanship, you can really enjoy a, a good night of football. And, and that's really what the kids are all out for. They just want to experience the sport of football and you try to make it a positive experience and i'm just hats off to everybody that does that i can see you just putting a saddle on the bus and just riding on top of that thing <laughs> greyhound whipping the whipping the reins and and driving that greyhound bus to victory uh uh again and again uh thanks so much for being with us coach well as always uh, I'm, I'm grateful for it and on behalf of my staff and Going to Greyhound football, you know, Vagrami, Vagrami, Vagrami. I think that you earn a Vagrami day of every time you do these podcasts. You're always earning your own victories out there, not only for yourself, but for the sport. So it's greatly appreciated. I'll gladly uh, accept that. Uh, uh, I was in the Army and we were stationed pretty close to Poland. And uh, um, okay, I, I heard a little go. Polish language, I ate a little <laughs> Polish cuisine, and uh, 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 I got a little kinship with those people. That's awesome. All right. Well, thanks for being with us again. All right, Dave. Thank you. The Burlington Greyhounds are brought to you by Flint Cliffs Manufacturing. Flint Cliffs Manufacturing is a full-service metal fabrication shop located in beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Flint Cliffs is now hiring for welders, painters, and machine operators for both first and second shift. Call 319-752-2781.